Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Rabbit Weasel Podcast, Episode 9. Each episode, we take a different horror movie and watch it and discuss it, except for this week, we're not. Uh, This week, we're doing something a little different. We're going to be talking about Halloween in general, just the holiday, since this is kind of our month of Halloween episodes. But first, let's introduce everybody. I'm Jared, the Horror Movie Geek. I'm here with my brother, Justin. Justin, how are you today? Doing pretty well. Always a pleasure to be here. Feel like we're marching through the horror month. We have been watching a lot of horror, and it's been a lot of fun. And I'm happy to be here. Yeah, it has been fun. It's been kind of a busy schedule since we've been doing one a week for October. Um, yeah, me and I didn't even know what to do this week. We we looked at one another. I guess it was on Monday, and we're like, "Wait, we don't have a movie to watch this week." So <laughs> we started a show instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, you just introduced Mia. Mia, how are you? Uh, how are you doing, Mia? I'm doing pretty good. It's starting to get chilly out here on this area, out in the area we're at. So we've got the fireplace going, and it's kind of setting the mood for the podcast talk. Yeah, finally feeling feeling like Halloween, feeling like fall over there. Yes. Good, good. Well, like I said, today we're going to do something a little bit less structured. Uh, we're not talking about a specific movie. We're just going to be talking about the uh, the holiday in general, people's experiences, memories, how we like to celebrate. So let's start off with, I guess, talking about Halloween as you remember it as a kid. I get me and Justin, of course, will have similar experiences and memories. So Mia, we'll start with you. Do you remember like your earliest Halloween memory or some of your favorite memories when you were a little kid? What was that like for you as a child? Did your family have traditions was it an important holiday so i'm an immigrant and my parents are immigrants and so we just kind of like acclimated to the halloween holiday a lot of what we really did was just go out dress up for halloween and go out and get candy you know go trick-or-treating and so eventually through school um, we started doing a lot more like pumpkin carving and actually learning more about Halloween so it was an interest interesting kind of like way to figure everything out Um, traditions I don't think we have any just dressing up and my Mm -hmm. first Halloween memory I was a gypsy a gypsy <laughs> yeah it was a gypsy for for my costume was i think was a gypsy could have been something else looked like a gypsy to me but from the pictures definitely but that was my earliest memory was being a gypsy that's cool about how old were you at that point do you mm, i probably was like 12 oh, okay so you got started a little later yeah mm-hmm. yeah we well yeah we started a little bit later it's, you know I don't know, actually. Yeah, now that I think about it, I believe it's 12, but Mm. I I don't think it was something that we did uh, at the beginning when we first, when I first moved here, out here. Okay. So it took a few years before you guys kind of saw the Halloween thing and decided to give it a try? Yeah. (laughs) I just have visions of you guys like looking out your window, what the hell is going on out there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this is a weird country. Uh, <laughs> but, well, um, yeah, okay. Well, Justin, what about uh, what about you? Do you do you have a first Halloween memory? I don't have a a, a a first one that is clear. I can remember being at the house we grew up in pre 
97, I guess. So I can remember pre being 10 and going and dressing up in the living room. And I have some memories of dressing up as a, as the karate kid while I was doing karate and having the little headband. Mm. And, uh, but there are pictures of me pre that as a little tiger, um, looking very frightening. I can remember dressing up in, um, my baseball uniform as if that was something that was out of the ordinary or frightening. <laughs> um, mom and dad didn't feel like going out and buying a costume for you. Exactly. <laughs> but dress him up as a baseball player. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I don't have one particular earliest memory, but I, I certainly remember um, going trick-or-treating, having people coming trick-or-treating to the house, being out and about, and, uh, and, you know, and doing stuff with the church as well, which was its own weird version of things. Um, but I can, I, I remember fall festivals as well and mm -hmm. uh, have some pretty early memories of, you know, going through pumpkin patches and being around at the old New Georgia Baptist Church, getting together and... I've never been to a pumpkin patch. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah been a lot of pumpkin patches. And then, of course, I remember doing um, jack-o'-lanterns I, mean, mm -hmm. I know we're getting into traditions, but I have early members of doing jack-o'-lanterns as well. Yeah, so for me, um, you know, a lot of my memories, I guess I was probably six years old when we moved. So I do have memories from the old house, but they're that, that blurry, dreamlike memories from when you're a little kid. I don't have too many memories of Halloween as a kid, as a little kid anyways. Uh, the only one that sticks into my head is... I do have a memory of dressing up as, uh, I guess we'll get into costumes later, but I can tell it now, as a lion. And now I wonder if it was the same costume. Maybe <laughs> that was the costume you had. But uh, it seems like something. Yeah, seems like something mom would do. I mean, yeah, yeah. the same she, costume. She put it on, and it would have been like this is first costume. So every child should have the same first costume. Maybe, maybe, and it's definitely probably still in the attic. <laughs> But I remember dressing up as a lion, and I, I guess I remember it because the, the hair from the lion kept getting in my mouth, and that was really annoying. And I remember going around the little neighborhood, and I remember going back to, for whatever reason, this memory sticks with me, going up to our house and getting candy. Dad, Mom walked around the neighborhood with me, and Dad stayed home to give out candy to the trick-or-treaters. And I remember going up to our house and getting candy from dad and dad pretending like he didn't recognize me because I was in a costume. <laughs> and uh, yeah, well, you know, it's weird what sticks with you. But yeah, I, I definitely remember. I definitely remember that. And that may be my oldest Halloween memory. <laughs> Just that, that lion costume, the hair in my mouth and dad pretending like I was in a really good costume. <laughs> That's a really great memory. Yeah, but Halloween... Um, yeah, I don't know. Just early on, I remember Halloween. I, I guess it's probably where my love for horror starts, um, you know, between that and, you know, the scary books we'd read as kids and going to some of those museums like Ripley's Believe It or Not that scared me, but they were kind of fun. Mm -hmm. That's probably where a lot of it starts. Yeah, I just, I love the, I love the weather, you know, everything gets kind of cool. There's kind of a, a creepy feeling in the air as everything changes. And uh, I love going around 
you know how how like mom and a lot of people they like to drive around neighborhoods and see the Christmas lights. I like to go around and see everybody's Halloween decorations. Mm-hmm. And I remember being a little kid, and when you're going around to the different houses, some people would go all out in the neighborhoods and have really scary houses. And yeah. that's where that's where it all really starts, right? You know, it, it's scary, but it's kind of fun. And you go up to the house anyway, even though it's scary, and then you feel brave. So yeah. I guess that's probably where it all really starts, right? Yeah, uh, it's right. it's funny and too. I think all kids too. Well, I, not all kids, but I can remember too. Like within the community, there were like there was always stories of this one haunted house just twenty minutes outside of town. Like everyone had the like, there's a haunted house just right over here. Uh, store yeah, every neighborhood in America, I think. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> And I don't know if it's the same house, but we eventually did go to a house, that house. Do you remember that when we were older? We didn't go in, I don't think, but we, we drove up to it and went up to the door and then left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. there was another that was uh, off of uh, Ridge that we did go into as teenagers. Um, so there was one there that I went into yeah. that was really, I should not have been there. <laughs> right, then, yeah. It had been uh, the whoever whoever had lived there had died, and then like my understanding was the family like just was having disagreements about who got what stuff, and it was just like in this old falling apart house. Yeah, yeah. You're probably looking back. You're probably not going to see any ghosts or anything, but you may see drug dealers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, who knows what else is really going on in the abandoned house? But uh, we found like a picture and thought it was like the creepiest thing because it was like an old picture in an yeah. old house that was like abandoned, <laughs> and we were yeah. While, while you were trespassing, we were definitely <laughs> trespassing. But, yeah. you know, uh, we were trespassing uh, a lot <laughs> back in the day. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. You just, you know, also because living out kind of in the country, you never know when you're on someone's property if you're out walking around in the woods unless there's signs put up, right? Uh, But let's see here. So, yeah, I mean, I I think I remember um, holidays in general were big at our house and still are big in our family. That's that's mostly mom, I think, you know, she, she likes that stuff. Uh, the house is always decorated and we have to do different things. Um, so yeah, I think I remember carving pumpkins was part of it. Uh, we never did too much decorations at the house for Halloween, did we? Not that I remember. No, I mean, we, we had jack-o'-lanterns out like we, like we mentioned and we dressed up and we had candy, but, um, I have memories of playing like some horror music or soundtracks or having some horror movies on the night of, but yeah, I don't think we did much decorating. I think mom had a lot more kind of just fall stuff in general. Um, I can remember kind of cinnamon smelling brooms that were made out of lots of little sticks or something as one, one type of decoration we had going on. Yeah, she doesn't do so much Halloween as just the fall season, like you said. So you'll get, you know, it's it's all kind of like Thanksgiving stuff and a little bit of Halloween, pumpkins, turkeys, all that kind of thrown in together. But (laughs) yeah, so, and then when we moved out of that neighborhood, we moved to a place that's kind of off the main road. So there was not too much point in making the house uh fixing up the house because no one's going to see it really unless you know you have visitors so one thing then we didn't get 
you know, at, at that point we didn't have trick or treaters anymore because no one's going to come that far off the road, just go to one house. Yeah. And w- one thing that might be interesting too, for, um, for those that follow along where we grew up, Halloween wasn't without controversy. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. I alluded to this earlier about going to the uh, local church to go do fall festivals, but um, there, it, within the community we grew up in anyways, it wasn't, uh, you know, parents of kids we grew up with took different stances about whether or not Halloween was appropriate because it was like akin to devil worship or something. And uh, our parents didn't draw lines there, thankfully, but it's, it's uh, I don't know if the communities are still like that in the same way. Um, but yeah, when we were growing up, it was actually a little bit of a statement. Our parents felt like they were making by allowing it <laughs> trick-or-treating, as I recall. Yeah, yeah, you were right. I mean, not to get too much into heated topics, but uh, yeah, there was there was debate over whether Halloween was uh, compatible with religious beliefs, right? And uh, mom felt that you know it was it was harmless. At least the way we were doing it was harmless. But there were alternatives also that we sometimes participated in, like the church would have the trunk or treat, they would call it, where you could go to the church and there would be not Halloween, but fall festival type things where you could do the same stuff, basically, I guess. You could walk around and dress up in costumes, you just... uh... It was at the church rather than out on your own. It was on holy ground. It was on holy ground. <laughs> so what was the difference looking back? I guess just nothing scary? Was that the only thing? Because you were doing uh, the exact Yeah, same I think stuff. it was like the point was that you were getting together with the church people not celebrating death, I guess, was like it was using the using it as a time to get the community together, but making it more about like pop culture or, you know, biblical figures, pop culture figures, not horror things that are like too over the top. But yeah, I think it was just part of the culture wars of the time. And I don't recall there being much of a difference when people actually showed up to those things. Kids were dressed up the same there as they were out in the neighborhoods from what I remember. Well, do you remember, uh, Mia will drag you back in on this one because me and Justin have been going on for a while. But uh, do you guys remember like uh, the urban legends about Halloween? Were you ever worried that there would be your candy would be poisoned or there would be razors or somebody would try and kill your cat or stuff like that? Do you guys remember hearing talk about that kind of things? No. No? (laughs) Yeah. Well, how about this? Did... Did your parents ever have to check your candy before you had any? I think mom did that, didn't she, Justin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Let's I think they would check our candy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember mom saying, you know, let me check your candy before we, uh, before you can eat it. <laughs> that, was, that was kind of exciting. Like, what, you mean somebody might try and kill me? Yeah. <laughs> What's that, Mia? I thought we live in completely different neighborhoods. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And the probability of either neighborhood having somebody that was spiking candy with razor blades was really near zero. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things that just, I don't know that it's ever actually been proven to have happened, that somebody actually poisoned kids' candy or put razor blades in an apple or something like that, but everybody thought it was going to happen. I don't know why. It's one of those fear-mongering things, I guess. Remember, this year... Check your children's candy because a crazy person might be, or somebody might be putting drugs in their candy because that's 
that's what people do. They give away drugs to random people for free yeah, because drugs right. are cheap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so those are some of the memories, right? You had, um, I remember that, you know, hearing that, oh, somebody might put something in your candy. There was always the haunted house you had to go to. What about mischief? That was something that I didn't really remember too much until I got, uh, didn't hear much about when I got older, this connection between Halloween with mischief night and the origins of trick-or-treat you're supposed to go around and you know it's the day when people do mean pranks that was never really a part of it for us either i don't think so i think by college maybe there was some of that going on um as like adults would go about trying to have fun on it but growing up there was no real mischief um that i remember yeah me either i mean Apparently, that's how it all started. I uh, wish I'd had time to prepare more of my history lesson here, but the mischief night got really bad in some places with kids going around and like breaking windows and vandalism, all kinds of things like that. So they decided, uh, we've got to give the kids something else to do. So that's where the the parties and the uh, giving out candy came around, you know, giving kids something to do other than be destructive. So, but yeah, I don't remember that being a part of it, you know. So trick or treat. It makes sense too with the communities we were in. I mean, at least for us, it was. I mean, yeah, it wouldn't have been really welcomed in Michigan yeah. that way. <laughs> oh yeah, and most people, you know, especially at that time, you knew most of your neighbors. So, <laughs> but let's move on to how about? Oh, you guys have made lists. That's nice. Your favorite things to get in your candy. Mia, let's have your favorite and least favorite things to get in your candy bag as a kid. So my favorites, I wrote them down because I had to think about them. <laughs> I knew them at the top of my head, but let's see. So my favorite candies to get were definitely Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, mm. um, which unfortunately, I found out I'm allergic to cow's milk. So now all milk chocolate is off, off limits for Leaves me. all the Reese's for me. Yeah. <laughs> How do you carry on with life not being oh, able to have I know. All the good things. No so pizza, much. man. We can't just order pizza out of the blue. <laughs> it's tragic. Well, how sick do you get? How sick? I mean, a certain level of sick is tolerable, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll have we'll have some cheese and dairy <laughs> once in a while. But once I start breaking out into hives, I start, you know. We know it's too we much. We draw the line. Yeah. <laughs> We're having too much. <laughs> <laughs> when her lips swell up, uh, we know it's going to touch too much. <laughs> it's happened. Yeah, that's true. In yeah. a restaurant, as far as that goes. No, no. When I got the, I got the flu. When I got the flu. Yeah. I kid you not. I got the flu early this year, and because it throws your immune system like out of whack that same day. We got a pizza. I hadn't had anything to eat, and we got a pizza for my nephew and my sister and Linda, who was visiting our friend Linda. And I took a bite of the pizza, and the reaction was so immediate. I had the hugest duck lips. It was like <laughs> it was like immediate. It was really wrong. My reaction to it, it was bad. But anyways, back to the candy. <laughs> <laughs> so number one is Reese's peanut butter cups. Number two are Nerds. I'm a big Nerds fan. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it's are delicious. Number three, I changed it to I think I put Starburst. Oh yeah. Yeah, Starburst. Starburst. 
Yeah, and my least favorite are uh, Whoppers. I did not like the Whoppers. The mothballs. Like Whoppers? Yeah. yeah. Whoppers. They're okay. Uh, <laughs> they're okay. But it's your opinion. You can have your opinions. <laughs> we don't want to start fighting now. The podcast is over. <laughs> Lines have been drawn. We can't be friends anymore. <laughs> I think of it. Whoppers. Um, I, candy corn and Tootsie Rolls. Mm-hmm. Tootsie Rolls. Tootsie Rolls. Oh no, am I digging myself a bigger? <laughs> uh, tootsie Rolls are okay in moderation, I think. You know, it's not something that I could pig out on, but I can have one, you know. I consider it mid-level candy. Mid-level, mid-level. candy. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's pretty good. Well, Justin, what about you? Best and worst stuff to get in your candy bag? Yeah. So, I think my, the thing I enjoyed the most was Snickers, the little, the little bite-sized ones. Also Reese's, but but the actual cups, not the little mini Reese's candies. So then the little the little bags of little baby Chips Ahoy cookies. Oh yeah. yeah, those were on the top of my list. And then Mia said nerds, and I was like, oh man, maybe nerds. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I always really like Snickers. The little bite-sized ones were a lot of fun. Reese's peanut butter cups, of course. And then little bags of Chips Ahoy cookies or Oreo cookies. I like both of those kind of small little bags of cookies. Least favorite was Three Musketeers. Maybe it was because I like, it made me want Snickers. And then it was really Mm -hmm. just disappointing in comparison. (laughs) Um, But I really like didn't want Three Musketeers. I also never cared for candy corn. It was always really easy to give to mom too, because, you know, she loves candy corn. I don't really care for licorice, so uh, Twizzlers, I was never excited to get. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I would pretty much, Three Musketeers I like, although I can see how it's kind of like uh, uh, Snickers light. I can see that that <laughs> argument. But yeah, for me, I, I didn't make lists. I hate lists. I think about them way too much. Like OCD comes out in my brain, but just <laughs> list kind of listening to some of those uh Reese's yeah I think that's probably the best thing you can get uh if you get an actual Reese's cup it's a it's a score uh Snickers yeah of course everybody loves Snickers I think and Mia said Starburst I like Starburst especially Cherry I like Cherry Starburst those are the best I think what else oh Kit Kats neither of you mentioned Kit Kats no, no, Kit Kats a classic too yeah but we didn't mention Kit Kat. you don't like Kit Kats Huh. Yeah, I do like All it. Right. I didn't, yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. But I, it would be like in the top tier ish. It's like over the mid. Like it's definitely better than Three Musketeers, but <laughs> I don't know about as good as like Reese's. No, it's gross. Hey, Jared, so. do you remember the Zero Bars? Yeah, yeah. Do they? Do those still exist? Let's find out because I haven't seen one in forever. Zero Bar, man, that was like one of my. That's really. That was like one of my, <laughs> it was your elbow. It was really close to my face. <laughs> All right, let's um, see here. Yeah, do they still exist? I feel like I need some of these. I remember, I have like an early childhood memory of zero bars. Oh my gosh. You don't, uh, apparently, yeah. I mean, unless they've just recently stopped, I, I get one every now and then. Uh, yeah, I think they still are making them and they're good. For those of you who don't know what a zero bar is, it's, uh, well, you're missing out. Wikipedia calls it. <laughs> 
<laughs> a combination of caramel, peanuts, and almond nougats covered with a layer of white chocolate fudge. Its outwardly white color and unusual color for a candy bar has become its trademark. Yeah, good stuff. I don't think I ever got those as for Halloween, though. No, I just, I don't know what I'm to think of them. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, They are good. They are good. They're from childhood. No, I don't remember them. Uh, all right, but ones I don't like. Yeah, candy corn. I've never liked candy corn. And every time some – have you guys heard the Lewis Black bits about candy corn? Oh, I have not, actually. Oh, man, it's, it's probably 20 years old now or more. But, yeah, he had a bit about candy corn. and Candy corn, corn that tastes like candy. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah. This is shit. <laughs> <laughs> candy corn is one of those things people get heated about. I think most people hate it, but then there's that group of people who do like it and then get very defensive about it. I don't get candy corn, but you're welcome to enjoy it. Uh, Twizzlers, yeah, that's probably the worst. Probably the almost the only thing I just will not eat. If I get it, Twizzlers, someone else can get it. <laughs> I'll take them. <laughs> you like uh, – okay, yeah. Like Justin said, anything licorice or – yeah, not a fan. Um, or anything healthy. Every year there would be that one person who tries to give you something healthy. Like, here's an apple for Halloween. Enjoy it with your candy. You know, no. Maybe a caramel-covered apple. That might be kind of good. Yeah, that was that's fine once. But even that's kind of a kind of cheap. You know, bring in the, the sugar, the unhealthy stuff. <laughs> no fruit. The good news is what we need in America is more sugar. So yeah. I'm, I'm all for more of it. <laughs> we need to fatten up the children. Uh, one yeah. thing we're really struggling with is fat children. In the US. <laughs> <laughs> they can't be found anywhere, apparently. Uh, or adults or teenagers or elderly. <laughs> well, but, so that's candy. That's candy. Yeah. Anything else to say about candy? <laughs> no. Yeah. Other than it does probably lead to obesity, so eat in moderation this season. <laughs> yeah. I am a public policy person, so I feel some level of responsibility. <laughs> don't have 10 sodas, have one, and don't have three pounds of candy, have one-eighth of a pound. <laughs> Talking about overeating, did your did parents make you like, okay, you can have one piece tonight and then some tomorrow, or no. was that monitored? No. No? <laughs> like, well, whatever. We just did what we wanted. <laughs> Not us. You had to put some away. I think we had to put it away so mom could eat our candy while we weren't looking. <laughs> Probably. Probably. But we all well, we already kind of talked about costumes. Um, but let's let's get more into that because you guys have also you also have costume lists. So yeah. you want to talk about Mia, your favorite costumes when you were younger? When I was younger, because my list I mix with adult costumes because I still dress up. That's but, fine. <laughs> let's just talk but about costumes. Like, some of my when I was younger, I was definitely some of my favorite when I was like a witch. I think one year I was a gypsy, like I said, and then afterwards I did, um, when I got older, I did a Chucky doll. So mm. That was fun, and I bloodied up my face with, um, I guess, like a little, what is it, paint, uh, blood paint and stuff, and little kids wouldn't come to the door. <laughs> you were too scary. I, I was too scary. And it was a, it was like, it was a referencing. I think it was like the Bride of Chucky. Is it where he's got the huge scar across his face? 
Probably. I don't know the Chucky movies as well. I've seen them, but I don't I don't know them as well as say the Friday thirteenth movies, but Yeah. Um and then I was a Ninja Turtle one year as well and I was um a Day of the Dead themed kind of like skeleton. Was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. Last year was a skeleton one. Okay, you mentioned Chucky, so I have to go off topic for just a second and see if Justin remembers this. Uh, Justin, we both watched a little bit of professional wrestling on and off as we were kids. Yeah. Do you remember the time? I can't remember. If it was WCW or WWF at that point. They were promoting the Chucky movies. Do you remember this? have this memory? Maybe you weren't watching at this time, but yeah, every week – there was one character they would come out and they would have, you would hear the lights would go out in the arena and you would just hear laughing. This went on for weeks and weeks and weeks. And then one day it's Chucky and he shows up to promote his new movie. That's funny. No, I don't remember that. Uh-uh. Yeah. Everybody, sorry, I completely went off topic, but she mentioned Chucky. So everybody go on YouTube and look up uh, Chucky WCW or WWF. Yeah. It's kind of a weird gimmick. I thought we you thought they were going to bring out a new character or set up a new storyline, but no, it's Chucky promoting his <laughs> uh, Probably Vince McMahon doing his marketing thing. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I thought you were going in the direction of The Undertaker. I thought that might be uh, – yeah, huh? he, he seems more – he seems as a fitting for a horror-themed podcast. Yeah. You know who The Undertaker is? Oh, man. So sad. I didn't watch wrestling. They had like matches where they would like try to pit each other in coffins. I, I do know one. Wild, no, wait, I know two. I know two. And it's Hulk Hogan. Uh-huh. Yeah. And good, good. Well, Rick Flair should be on your list. Oh, as yeah, well. yeah. That's, that's, now I know Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Oh, okay, hold on. Let me rein this back in before we get too okay, far yeah. off on first. No, no, we're all going on. You went on a tangent. We were just joining you on the path. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we could do an episode about professional wrestling one day because yeah. we weird childhood memories. But uh, Justin, your favorite costumes as a kid, or yeah, I uh, I was also a Ninja Turtle and was a huge Ninja Turtle fan. Um, so I enjoyed being a Ninja Turtle. I was a Karate Kid one year, and uh, I remember being very excited to be very uh, to be Karate Kid that year. I told Mia one of my favorite ones was in college. I dressed up one year as the Grim Reaper while I was working the door of a bar, uh, which was a lot of fun. And that's all I can remember. Well, I have one. I don't know why I remember this. I guess it was for Halloween. Are you dressed up for class or something? You dressed up as a hippie one year? I did dress up as a hippie one year. <laughs> was that for Halloween? I don't know. I <laughs> It was fifth grade, actually, um, wow. and it was, it was it probably was for Halloween. Um, and actually, the length of my hair now is about the length that the fake hair was with the yeah. hairband I wore. <laughs> yeah, because at that time, I mean, a hippie might as well have been a mythological figure, you know, at <laughs> yeah. that point. Yeah. <laughs> In uh, Dallas, Georgia, for sure. <laughs> Late 90s, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you had on like fake long hair. I think you had a headband, yeah. uh, tie-dye shirt, and um, a little peace sign. And I, do you remember this? There was controversy over the peace sign. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah, I don't remember this. Oh my goodness, this is great. Somebody said that the peace sign was anti-Christian because it was supposed to be a broken cross. Wow. An upside-down broken cross. 
You, you don't remember that? I, I do remember now. Not that peace sign. The one that, that uh, not with your fingers up, but the one that looks like this with the oh, line oh, like that. And oh, my yeah, goodness. I do remember that. Holy cow. I had forgotten about that, though. And, yeah, I'm not sure. I can't remember the story behind that. I don't know if someone said something to you or said something to our parents, but I do remember that coming up. That's uh, And that's how I learned what hippies were. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what possessed me to dress up as a hippie that year. I, don't I have know. no idea. I think my uh, my elementary school girlfriend dressed up as a hippie with me. Um, mm. I have uh, we have pictures of this actually now as you're as you're saying this. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we were dressed up as hippies at our elementary school. <laughs> Anyways, that's a great one. I'm, I'm glad you remember the controversy over the peace sign. <laughs> yeah. Also, other. Oh goodness, we're getting off into politically incorrect territory now. But yes, do you remember? Do you remember for? Um, uh, for Thanksgiving, dressing up as Indians. I do recall that. for school plays. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. No, this happened. This definitely mm-hmm. happened. There has to be pictures out there. Yeah, for like little school plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, we dressed up as uh, uh, Native Americans. <laughs> We did. That was part of what you did. Uh, We also celebrated Christopher Columbus. Like it was all, you know, happy, rosy, good times when Columbus showed up for Thanksgiving. I mean, we were were dressed up as uh, indigenous people. We also went to Atlanta Braves games and did the tomahawk chop, which you're aware of. Um, Do you remember the, uh, how how long has it been gone now? Justin, you're a much bigger uh, baseball fan than I am. How long have they had the, how long has the Braves face been gone? Mm. They probably got rid of that in the 90s. I would have thought maybe early 2000s. Uh, late 90s would have been my guess if you made Yeah. Me it was a different time, folks. Don't. Uh, it was don't. a different time. But in 2020, they're still getting away with being called <laughs> Braves. So we'll, yeah. we'll see. It's a little different than that that face. Uh, the face was really bad. The uh, face was really bad. They, they had the whole TP thing too, yeah. and it was really not good. Yeah. So moving on. Um, <laughs> at least it's not the Redskins, which is yeah. still just amazing that a football team in the U.S. is called the Redskins. Yeah. Uh, anyways. All right. <laughs> Next. All right. <laughs> but. Just because we're kind of talking about, you know, history, uh, being a kid and what was it like. And those were things that were, you know, part of our childhood. It was a different time. Also, you could be told in school to sit uh, Indian style, things like that. Um, oh, that's oh true. my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everybody sit Indian style. And somewhere it became crisscross applesauce, which doesn't make any sense, but it's probably an improvement. Good Lord. Okay, okay. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your early Halloween movies, TV shows. What were you? Let's see here. Just I'll just open up to either of you. Do you remember like early horror movies or like kids' versions of horror stuff that you saw as a kid? I do. I love the Scooby Doo ones with like that they mix with like horror. My sister and I would watch we'd love uh scooby-doo in the ghoul school have you ever seen that one? Oh yeah that's one of my favorite movies of all time such a good one so, well hold, hold on i gotta interrupt you for a second justin is that how i got it you must have had the vhs first and then i had it too oh, my guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah 
You guys have down. it? We have a couple. Oh, I still have it. I still have it. Yeah. Still watch it. <laughs> there was also um, not the Reluctant Werewolf. Do you remember that one? Where Shaggy becomes a werewolf and has to race oh, against. Yeah. Oh, I remember that one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Ghoul School. Hold on. Because did Ghoul School have Scrappy? There's two movies kind yeah. of. Yeah, Scrappy Doo, everybody. Puppy power. What a throwback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I love Scooby Doo and the Ghoul School and the Reluctant Werewolves. I have maybe seen those movies more than anything else, but uh, Scooby Doo is another topic for another day. But keep, keep going, Mia. Yeah. Um, are you afraid of the dark? Definitely. Mm. Let's see the Treehouse of Horrors from the Simpsons. Mm-hmm. That was a good one. Uh, we also, I also really enjoyed um, a lot of the Halloween movies. So like. I'm a big Beetlejuice fan. Beetlejuice. Oh, yes. Beetlejuice fan. Um, I love Ghostbusters. Um, Casper, which was <sighs> Casper. <laughs> I do remember Casper. Do you remember Casper? Yeah. Spoiler alert. Hmm. It was so, so sad. And mm-hmm. turned into a real boy. Did you see the Casper cartoons or yeah. just the movie? You I, did? I did cartoons yeah i have a memory of one with him he has like a a kitten and he thinks he's killed the kitten or something i don't know but he's crying casper casper was a sad character why was that a character (laughs) a dead child who is emotional it was sad and he was like beat up on by all the his uncle ghosts who were horrible to him and yeah yeah i'm feeling really bad for casper There's some stuff in that movie, if you rewatch it, that's kind of creepy by today's standards. He'll, everything with him and the, the teenage girl. Yes. Yeah. He's always like whispering to her, can I keep you? <laughs> yeah, that's really, really creepy. Yeah. 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 By today's standards, it would be very, very creepy. Stock, borderline stalker. Um, Hocus Pocus was another one my yeah. sister and I really liked Nightmare Before Christmas, which I don't know, that categorized as a Halloween or a Christmas movie. Yeah, that's the eternal debate. Is it a Christmas movie or a Halloween movie? Uh, whatever. It's both. I watch it at both times. So, mm-hmm. sure. Know, it's not. Um, and Halloween Town was actually one of my yeah. favorite movies from Disney. Yeah, I get. I like the Halloween Town movies too. I try and watch them uh, every year or most years. Did you see the sequels or just the first one? Because I know there was like at least two sequels. Yes, I saw. I saw both. I saw all of them all the way up to when is it Halloween Town High? Yeah, I don't think I've seen Halloween Town High. That came a little later, but the uh, I've seen at least the the first three. I like those movies. They're 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 fun. Yeah. Good kid stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, let me back up a little bit because there was a lot of stuff you mentioned there. Are You Afraid of the Dark? I think I was a little too young for Are You Afraid of the Dark. I think it actually scared me. It was a little, for my age, it was a little too much for me. Uh, I watched Goosebumps, but Goosebumps, I think, was maybe a little softer than Are You Afraid of the Dark. Justin, you watched Are You Afraid of the Dark a good bit, I think? Yeah, uh, there's um, one Are You Afraid of the Dark episode that involves an creepy old lady that I don't remember any other details about, but I remember it like staying with me. The whole setup of Are You Afraid in the Dark, I, I remember being frightened by. Um, so, That's scary. 
we should go, we should watch a couple of old, are you afraid of the dark episodes as part of the podcast? That would be fun to do one week. Yeah, we need to go back to that. I'd love to go back to Goosebumps because that was a big part, big thing for me. But yeah, Are You Afraid of the Dark? I would see it come on and the opening, uh, the intro with like the empty playground and the thing there was like a clown doll. And I was just like, no, this is too much for me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Do you remember that show, uh, Erie, Indiana? Yeah, yeah, Erie, Indiana. There's another one. That's one I want to go back and watch. Yeah. Is that the one where she like she can turn into the silver liquid stuff, or am I thinking of something else? All I can really remember is the opening credits. Yeah, I think I'm, maybe it's Alex Mack. I'm thinking of where she gets sprayed by the chemicals, and yeah, there was there was a few good ones back then. But uh, Justin, do you have any others that we didn't mention or Mia didn't mention? Let's see here. We had a few things written down. Did we miss any of them? Oh, <laughs> I really like the TGIF lineup and uh, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Uh, yeah. That was yeah. one of my early uh, kind of fun exposures to horror um, stuff. So I remember that. There's the, the early, seeing the early Jason and early Halloween movies. I remember being scary. There was something that I that I watched uh, as a kid that I remember frightening, but I'm not gonna. Oh yeah, that's the other one. Yeah, thanks. Uh, Twilight Zone as another one having some moments that are you know classic horror moments that are kind of have stayed with me too. So yeah, if anybody uh, out there hasn't watched the Twilight Zone, that's still one of the greatest TV shows ever. Uh, <laughs> go watch that. Yeah, we still do. watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Puts it on. Oh yeah, yeah. They would. I know they would do Twilight Zone marathons for I think New Year's every year. I, I don't know why New Year's, but yeah. So I would always catch a lot of Twilight Zone. Let's see. Yeah, Sabrina the Teenage Witch. Oh, you mentioned that. Uh, I love Salem, the little black cat, the smartass yeah. cat. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I <laughs> every now and then someone will throw a meme up of Salem on Facebook or something. <laughs> and it makes me very well, happy. Where he's filing his nails. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Salem is uh he was a wizard who got turned into a cat for reasons I can't remember and now he's just a cat who's a just a smart ass and laughs and makes fun of everybody. He's <laughs> a good favorite part of the show. Yeah. But yeah, wow, we we said a lot of uh, a lot of really good ones there. I'm trying to think of some some other classics. Halloween Town. Now Treehouse of Horror, that's something we're going uh, we're going to move on to modern traditions and that's one of mine is watching the treehouse of horror episodes because those are great from the simpsons but i didn't watch the simpsons as a kid i didn't discover it until late high school because my trey you know my buddy uh trey he was a big simpsons fan but i didn't watch it as a kid i think i wasn't allowed to watch the simpsons as a kid so that explains that it was on our no-no list our no-no list right along with Ren and stimpy I, I couldn't watch. watch. No, I didn't. Which it's funny now. The Simpsons, especially those old episodes, a lot of them are really so wholesome. In comparison to like Family Guy, which is very I like Family Guy, but it's a very mean spirited show. You know, mm-hmm. South Park can be like that sometimes. But yeah, the Simpsons were just you know they were just a family, and maybe they weren't perfect. But but yeah, those Treehouse of Horror episodes are great. I still and I still try and catch the new one every year. So did you guys not watch much Goosebumps as a kid? 
or read the books? I read the books, but I did not watch the series as much. Mm. I was more Are You Afraid of the Dark than Goosebumps, but I did read the books. Mm. I remember because in, especially, it was, I was introduced to them in sixth grade. Um, my sixth grade reading teacher um, had like a huge selection of Goosebump books and they were like every time in class everybody was like going through all the books mm -hmm. and he just provided us with like endless just I even had like a I, I had a weird obsession of like murder and serial killers which I think still I still have I'm in Sammamish, Washington. I remember having a book about like spontaneous human combustion. Yeah. And, and like, you know, so, but, but yeah, I didn't watch the series as much as I read the books. Yeah, I, I was big into goosebumps. I remember the haunted mask. Uh, TV show episode was saw that pretty young. It was pretty scary at that time, where the mask gets stuck to I think it's Carly Beth's face, uh, starts changing her personality. Um, but more so than the real books, I was huge into the choose you choose the scare series, where you could kind of like a choose your own adventure horror. I I was big into those, and I still have probably thirty of them. But yeah, so Goosebumps was a big part for me. So before we get into before we get into like modern, more modern traditions and stuff we do now, I wanted to take a moment to talk about your first real horror movie or real horror experience. Because we talked about, you know, Scooby-Doo and Ghostbusters and Beetlejuice, more like kid-friendly horror stuff. But do you remember the first horror, real horror movie you ever saw or the first thing that really frightened you? Yes. Um and this still is true when the first time that you asked me. And it is oh. um, Chucky. Chucky, I knew it was coming. Yep, it's Chucky. And it was like, and it was just a commercial for Child's Play. And I can't remember what we were watching. And I was sitting in the living room with my dad. And the commercial came on. And I was so scared. Instead of saying, cover my eyes, I was like, cover my ears, cover my ears. Because yeah. I didn't want I didn't want to see him because just seeing the commercial frightened me so much. Yeah. And uh, definitely. I even I did end up watching Child's Play and it totally creeped me out. I didn't like I don't like inanimate objects moving. Or, you know, trying to kill you. Yeah, yeah, nobody likes that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> There's a word for that, uh, and I, I always mispronounce it. Automatonophobia. Hey, maybe I got it right. Where things that look human, especially if they can move, are creepy. Like wax figures, statues, dummies, animatronics. Yeah, I'm with you. That, that stuff's just freaky. And people forget that first Chucky movie, which was just called Child's Play. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I mean, it's not, I wouldn't put it in the top 10 list ever made, you know, not quite as good as something like, you know, it's not up there with an exorcist or shining, but it's a good movie. A lot of your horror franchises happen like that. The first movie's pretty good. And over time they get kind of silly, but uh, uh, Chucky hasn't been to space yet. He still needs to go to space. Um, <laughs> Jason's been to space, Pinhead's been to space, uh, Leprechaun's been to space, <laughs> but Chucky still hasn't been to space. I've only seen Jason in space with yeah. his 
don't watch. <laughs> Tom, Tom Cruise is legit going to space to film a movie. Do the two of you know this? No. PlayStation to film a movie. Um, so we're going to have legit actors in space, which is kind of fun. In space, Tom space. Cruise. That's a, uh, that's uh anyways, Justin, uh, do you remember? <laughs> well, Mia, do you have, uh, well, let's go back to uh, Mia. Well, I want to hear some more from you. I think you've got some more, but Justin, do you remember your first uh, really scary movie? I remember some of my like earliest uh, scary experiences, but they're not from movies. Mm. So I can remember, uh, I have two that I remember from childhood. One is mom and dad having friends over and their kid having that green monster mask we had with the long hair. Oh God, I remember that. And uh, he went chasing me down the hallway with it. And I was so scared. I ran to mom and dad's room and uh, they had to come like, mom and dad had to come in there like with him holding it to prove to me that he wasn't really a monster. I was terrified. Yeah. God, I wish I could find that thing. Oh my gosh, I wonder where it is. It's probably in the attic. <laughs> it's probably in the attic. Um, so that, I, I can remember being like terrified. Um, and uh, my other like early childhood horror uh, experiences are Southern Baptist preachers telling me I was going to burn in hell forever and forever uh, darkness and fire and pain. And then me being so scared that the preacher had to come to our house to convince me that it was okay. I wasn't going there, but <laughs> lots of people were. Um, so I remember being frightened out of my mind that I was going to spend eternity in eternal damnation. Yeah, Those yeah, are my that's... early fears. <laughs> What's your horror movie fears? Those, those are my horror movie fears. <laughs> yeah, I remember. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm telling you, they, they were horrifying. <laughs> if, we're, if we're getting on more personal stuff, yeah, I remember <laughs> um, being a little kid, some of those early just fear in general. I remember one time being in a grocery store with mom. And I turned around and she wasn't there. She'd already gone to the next aisle and feeling like alone and lost in a grocery store mm -hmm. was scary. Uh, I have a memory of, yeah, this is one of the, this, this may be my first experience with fear and pain and not trusting your parents was I was on the trampoline in our backyard and mom was cutting grass and she hit something. She ran over something and it flung it out and hit me and it hurt. Mm -hmm. And that was the first time feeling like, oh, my God, parents can hurt you. Yeah, and that yeah. blew my mind as a little kid. Like, how, how can my mother hurt me, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. But do you remember the first horror movie you actually saw? Like, first legitimate horror movie? I don't. Um, no? I, I don't. I don't remember the first one. Um, if I had to guess, it would be – it would have been a classic um, – it probably been a Halloween movie, like Halloween or um, a Jason movie, yeah. um, would be my would be my guess. There's something that I watched young that I remember getting in trouble because I was watching it at I think Daniel uh, guy down the street's house, um, but I'm not gonna remember what it actually was. Uh, so yeah, do you I don't remember anything about it or just that you saw something? No, just that it was like something we weren't supposed to see and. But that's all I got. You might have confused with something else. Yeah, it could be confused with something else. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, who knows what you could have been shown. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, much, you know I, don't have a, I don't have a particular first, like, the, the, when I think of, like, a horror movie, the earliest that, like, frightened me 
as I was saying to Mia was, uh, but it was much older. So there, there had to be stuff earlier, but ring, uh, the ring mm. movie was, was one that it was after Granny May had died and oh. um, I was living downstairs. And, um, so the pick with the, the actual film in the movie, um, has someone looking in a mirror in the mirror in the, you know, in the mirror downstairs in the bathroom that, that you lived in too. It was like, I kept thinking I was going to see the, the yeah. lady brushing your hair. And I was like, oh, I'm going to see her. Because you were already 15 when that movie came out, probably? 14 or 15. 14. Yeah, I think I was 14 when I moved downstairs. And I think I was 14 or 15 when it came out. Yeah, two thousand. that was about 2001, 2002, I think was the ring. No, yeah, 2000 at the earliest. Yeah, Anyways, yeah, around that time period. Mia said earlier when we looked, up, looked it up. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, I, I have very clear memories. Um, well, before we get into the horror movies, you know, I already mentioned kind of uh, goosebumps and going to um, those Ripley Believe It or Not museums. And I remember one of them, there was a demonstration of like an electric chair. And there was a, a handle you pull to turn on the electric chair. And there's, um, I guess, an animatronic man in the chair who, like, thrashes around and screams. That was pretty intense as a kid. Um, but first horror movies, yeah, for me, it was Candyman. Have you guys seen Candyman? I haven't yeah. seen Candyman. Oh, God, that's going on the list because that's one I want to yeah. talk about a lot. Um, yeah, I saw that movie. When I was eight years old. I was over at a sleepover. And... I always tell people, not only was that the first real horror movie I ever saw, it was the first rated R movie I ever saw. Yeah, and whew, that movie messed me up for, I think, a couple months. Um, whew, yeah, it, it was intense, and I was like, because in the movie, Candyman can be anywhere. You know, like he appears, he stalks her in a, um, in a parking lot, in a hospital, and so I was afraid Candyman was going to appear everywhere. <laughs> That movie messed me up for a few years, and it wasn't until I guess I was 11 or 12 that put me off horror movies for a long time, but when I was 11 or 12, I started, um, I had caught a little bit of some of the Friday 13th movies on TV, probably around this time of the year, and I started getting brave and renting a few uh, horror movies from Blockbuster, so I kind of made the transition from going to Blockbuster every weekend to rent video games, Nintendo 64, to switching over to horror movies. And uh, yeah, that's how it really started with me. But Candyman messed me up. And I told Tony Todd, the actor who played that story, and I told him, I met him and told him that story. And he was like, how old are you? How old are you? I was like, um, I was eight. He goes, oh, man. <laughs> he didn't let his own kids watch that movie until they were like older teenagers, you know. So. We talking about Blockbuster today, actually. Me and I were now some of the fun of showing up uh, and whatever was on display, whatever the theme was, you know, you, you couldn't just Google to see what, uh, what reviews were or what was, what was coming out. Blockbuster was your, your kind of key to that world growing yeah. up. Um, I kind of missed that. And I remember driving mom crazy because again, the OCD or whatever you want to call it, kicking in, trying to pick out the right movie <laughs> or two right movies. And she'd be like, okay, Jared, it's time to go. Okay. I need 30 more minutes. Yeah. Um, but and I watched some garbage films, some of the full moon stuff. Everybody look into some of the two thousand early two thousands full moon films like Prison of the Dead, Dead and Rotting, Hell Asylum. Uh, <laughs> there's some low budget stuff in there. But uh, 
yeah all right well let's move into um anything anybody else didn't get, anything you didn't get to say about halloween or scary stuff as a kid um did we cover it all not as a kid i guess moving forward like movies that i got well i guess i guess still kid i guess teenager uh, um blair witch project was definitely uh, scary for me because it was the first time that i had seen kind of like found what is it found footage yeah yeah found footage. Movie. and then uh texas chainsaw massacre now the original or the 2003 remake no it's gonna have to be the 2003 remake i didn't okay. find the original because i went through like a phase when i was older um, of going through some um, older movies and I saw some of the old, some of the I saw the original Chainsaw Massacre and I was like this is pretty good mm -hmm. let me watch the next ones that follow and the next one that, that follow some of them are not that great <laughs> <laughs> I like Texas Chainsaw Massacre too um, but um, yeah the 2003 version was I think pretty good it's one of the better remakes as far as you know those that whole, well, it's still going on, that onslaught of remakes. The 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre remake was pretty good. It's a little bit too, what makes the first one so good is it's really low budget and it feels like you're watching almost a documentary. Mm -hmm. And the remake was a little bit too slick. The production was a little too nice, but it was still a pretty good movie. But yeah, so we're talking about modern. Uh, are there any horror movies or TV shows, whatever you have to watch every every October, every Halloween. I definitely, I really enjoy. Um, Justin and I had talked about this. I really enjoy watching um, like repeat movies, and some of them are uh, like Sleepy Hollow that would come out. Um, what else? Um, I know Halloween would be one. Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know. What about you? I don't have any set standards. Um, usually, I take my cues from Jared. Uh, <laughs> but the last half, the last four or five years, Jared has like tried to has done different variations on like horror themed stuff for the month of Halloween. So when we lived together back in the day, we would try to watch some extra horror movies. Um, one one year, uh, I think you were trying to do thirty reviews in thirty days, and I watched some of those. So my traditions really lately have been like trying to be involved in the traditions that Jared has going on, and then trying to um, to have some basic decorations because I kind of like some of the horror themed stuff being around the house. So <clears throat> only like sets of stuff I bought are for Christmas and, uh, and, uh, Halloween really for like decorations. Um, but yeah, I don't have anything set to watch. I like kind of participating in what you have going on each, each October. It's a lot of fun to kind of do that together. So that's, that's kind of my routine. Yeah. I dress up every year. Mm. Yeah. You dress yeah, up, I dress almost, up every year. almost every year. I dress up uh, some years, but not, not every year. Uh, but I like watching, I mean, my tradition is watching horror movies and watching them with yeah. you and talking about them. So that's, that's my mm -hmm. big kind of tradition right now, but not one in particular. Uh, yeah. Our, so our Boston Terrier for the audience uh, is really <laughs> aggravated today. She's gotten to play all day, but she is our, our little monster. So you can hear her little monster in the background for part of the fun production tonight. 
And we should have just not addressed it and let people think we were putting in sound effects or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, for me, um, let's see here. Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, we already, that's come up, but I, I try and watch all of those every year, which there's like <laughs> probably 30 of them now. But um, I love those. I like to watch those. Uh, I can't do it, in, which I guess, I don't know if I could even do it back home given the state of the world, but uh, being out of the country, uh there's a halloween comic fest you can go to your local comic book shop during halloween and they have little free horror themed comic books for a variety of ages you can get i like to go do that every year uh yeah horror movies is a given i try and watch as many as i can um i try and watch trick or treat which we already covered you have to watch halloween that's mandatory uh house of thousand corpses is a important movie for me i watch try and watch that one every year there's a lot. Creep Show is another one I try and watch every year. Return of the Living Dead. There's a lot I try and get to. I like to give out candy. I almost never have a chance to because I never live in a place where I can give out candy. Let's see. When we lived in the house in uh, Watkinsville, I gave out candy a couple years. But I like doing that. It's fun. Yeah. And oh, I will tell a funny story real quick because uh, <laughs> I was giving out candy one one Halloween at that house and a kid came by and I guess his dad had set them up to this. Apparently every house he had given to, he had gone to, he had to give out like a promotional item for his dad's business. So I would give him some candy. He's like, Hey, thanks for the candy. And here's something for you. It's like a coupon for his dad's business. I'm like, Oh, you poor kid. <laughs> don't do that to your kids. Don't, don't use Halloween as an opportunity to promote something for your business or whatever. But, uh, yeah, I felt bad for that kid. But anyways, other things I like to do every year. Um, one of my favorite things, period, is Cinemasker from James Rolfe. Some of you might know him better as the angry video game nerd. I watch something from him almost every day, and he he celebrates Halloween every year. He has um, Monster Madness. For several years, he would do a review every single day for October. And recently, that's become too much, because if you're going to do that, you have to work on it. He would make a video one movie, one video every day. So that requires several months of work. So he's kind of backed off on that, but he still does something for that every year. And there'll be some sort of video game review, horror movies. So yeah, Cinemasker, James Rolfe. I love any, everything he does every year. Yeah, I guess, let's see here. What else? Those are my traditions. I, for a few years um, with my friends, um, it became a tradition for a few years. We would go to a haunted house. A new haunted house every year. I went to a lot of haunted houses in college as well, um, and growing up. We haven't been in a, in a number of years now, but I, for for a number of years, I would go to haunted houses around Halloween, and I, I have been legitimately scared in some as an adult. I mean, you know, uh, some of them were pretty frightening. I think so. Going to haunted houses is one I did for a while, but that. I mean, you can't do anything in 2020. It sucks. Um, yeah. I'm hoping that kids are out and able to get candy. We're going to put some stuff out if that's people in the neighborhood are. But um, so no haunted houses this year. We're going to buy that little tiny, that claw thing, that little claw <laughs> that hand little and hand out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hand out candy. Yeah. Yeah. Keep your From six feet. Yeah. <laughs> Need an extender pole. <laughs> Might as well. Might as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I, I have I have one as we I know we're getting close to our hour mark and we've got our current right. traditions but um, what is it why do you, why do you how do you describe your love for Halloween for people so like 
Christmas is my favorite. I can talk about reasons why it's my favorite holiday, but what is it about Halloween for you that makes it so kind of exciting or something that you, you know, enjoy putting this much time into? Mm -hmm. What what is it about Halloween? There's a lot of things that go into it. I mean, for one, this is just my favorite time of the year. My birthday is right before Halloween. Um, I love fall weather, especially where we, uh, where we're from, it's pretty hot, but in fall, there's like, we don't get a good fall. We get like two weeks of fall, I think. And then it goes to winter. There's, fantastic though, yeah, they? exactly. There's two weeks in Georgia where the weather is just amazing. It's cool, but not cold. And the, you, we have changing leaves. So I love the, I love the time of the year. Halloween to me is yes, it's horror, but it's also uh, fun. And, you know, I, I love that most of my favorite horror movies are fun horror movies. There's a sense of humor, a sense of joy to them. Like Creep Show, Trick or Treat, Return of the Living Dead, Reanimator. You know, these are all movies that it's, it's, it's a mixture of playful fear, right? Mm. And that's what I really love about it. You know, I, I love the, um, the sort of innocence about it almost. Yeah, I think that's what it comes down to. It's just it's, it's approaching fear and dark subject matter but in a light-hearted fun way yeah. and that's what it comes down to yeah. i like that i like it as like uh, uh we, were, we were just watching a new horror show um uh, because we didn't have a horror movie to watch this week and uh, it's not haunting a Bly mansion right is that how the so it's uh it's a follow-up to the haunting of hill house mm-hmm. and uh, it's a haunting Bly of Bly mansion and huh by manor yeah part of one of the ending episodes uh, they use um i think it was uh, was it wasn't halloween but it's the uh, fall as the as the weather's changing and to have it as a time to reflect on people that that they had lost that year and i know that you know one of the interesting things about uh halloween is that there are a lot of uh, maybe not always replicating the fun part but there's a lot of analogs throughout the world of um people having a holiday to kind of celebrate, celebrate those that have passed, reflect upon those that have, that, that have died and to kind of have a cultural moment to kind of talk about death a little bit. Um, yeah, so, you're exactly, uh, go ahead. Yeah, no, I just, yeah, it's, I, I, I think it's, it's one of the things I've enjoyed as we've explored horror together more is I really like that it's a place where people can talk about death and the, fear around it and the uncertainty around it and the horror around it is as a culture. So I'm glad we have it. Yeah. It's something you think you made an extra, uh, very good point there where it seems all cultures, there are certain things regardless of your culture, how isolated you are, they all have in common and this sort of like time period, um, part of the year where you address kind of morbid subject matter seems to be almost universal. Right. Whether it is Halloween, Day of the Dead, or various cultures to have something like that. Um, Yeah. Oh, one last thing we didn't get to uh, video games. That's something that's important. Uh, Every October, I try and play at least one horror themed video game. Uh, This year, I played Zombie Army 4. Not as good as the first trilogy, but, um, you know. And there's a ton of good video games you can play out there. Splatterhouse, Resident Evil, Silent Hill. Um, God, there's so many. But yeah, I try and play horror video games because that's another big hobby of mine every year. What time of year I have set aside to play horror games is Christmas Eve. 
Christmas Eve. Yeah, uh, I guess we should bring <laughs> up that tradition real quick. We do this for uh, every Halloween for many years because our parents, I guess we we finally pretty much stopped, but up until we were very, very old, yeah. uh, our parents still enjoyed doing Christmas morning with us, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, and it became my tradition. I kind of brought Justin along where we would sit downstairs while we're waiting for Santa to come mm-hmm. <laughs> and play or video games, usually House of the Dead, the arcade game, every year. On the Switch. We would, we would shoot up those monsters while we were waiting on Santa Claus to come. Yeah. <laughs> kill zombies. Yeah, kill zombies. And see how far you can zombies get. at Christmas time. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, once we get to Christmas, there's a lot of Christmas horse traditions I have, too, but we'll save that for then. Yeah, uh, something to do in December as well. Yeah. Cool. Okay uh let's see here what else man i think that covers a lot of it yeah uh yes anything else to say yeah it's a lot a lot of stuff i i'm i'm excited for actual halloween night and um i'm excited so what do we what do we have coming up yeah well so this is this is going to be video four or not video episode four for october which means we have one more one more weekend in October coming out on Halloween night. That'll be a Saturday. Uh, might post it a little early, but for our last uh, episode, we will be covering what you have to cover. Halloween, the original Halloween. John Carpenter's Halloween, because that's mandatory. <laughs> Perfectly fitting. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's what will be coming up next. The original and one year we'll have to go through all those movies. They get pretty crazy, but the first one is definitely, you know, mandatory and one of the best horror movies ever made for sure. So we'll be talking about that. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to having a movie on my agenda this week. It was weird not having one this week. Mm-hmm. Last week. Yeah, it was. Missed it. So I'm glad we're mm-hmm. coming back to it. All right. Well, anything else to say about Halloween? I think we've pretty much covered all of it. All there is to say about Halloween. Uh, we got it. Come to the Rabbit Weasel podcast. Yeah. Look into the history of Halloween, everybody. That's one thing I wanted to do. Didn't really have time to create the little history lesson, but uh, look up the history. It's an interesting holiday with some interesting history. But uh, you give that, I hope. In from, uh, from, what was it, from Trick or Treat? Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just really that speech, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, all right, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the, the holiday and as much as you can. I hope you enjoy actual Halloween night. Uh, eat some candy, watch some scary movies, have some fun, try and relax a little bit. World's kind of weird right candy. now. Only huh? some candy. Only some candy. <laughs> it's once a year. It's once a year. Go nuts. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we will see you, everybody. If you get a chance, go watch Halloween, the original Halloween, not the two remakes or the many other sequels uh the one from the 70s (laughs) watch that one it's a classic in preparation to join us next week and with that i guess we'll all say goodbye goodbye thanks for having us see you next time (laughs) goodbye everybody